Hey, babe, you're gonna be a dad. And you're gonna be a mom. <laughs> what? Hi, guys, I'm Angela Lanter. <laughs> and I'm Matt Lanter. So, my husband, Matt, you might recognize him from your TV screen. He's an actor. Yeah, and my smoking hot wife sitting next to me, you might recognize her off your computer screen. She's a blogger. Come along and experience this journey with us as we prepare to have our first kid. Yeah, to the dudes out there, this is scary stuff. Unprecedented territory. I need your support. And the moms. I mean, there's so much going on with our bodies and we're experiencing so many crazy things. So I'm going to tell you like it is. That's true. Well, we originally didn't even intend to release this podcast. We just wanted to look back at it and have it as sort of like an audio yearbook. But the more we thought about it, we thought, why not share this with the world? Hopefully y'all can learn with us. Laugh with us. Or maybe reminisce about your own pregnancy. Either way, sit back, relax, and join us on Hello Bump. All right. Hey, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Hello, Hello Bump. Bump. Ooh, you kind of stole it from me. I wanted to say it in unison. Yeah, because I've kind of been doing all the intros. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, you're a better introer than I am. Well, not necessarily, but I feel like if you're going to steal you the intro. You have a better radio voice than I do. Go ahead. <laughs> no, Go ahead. I know. Welcome back to Hello Bump here on 102.7 uh, Bump Radio, talking all things pregnancy. Uh-huh. I was waiting for you're it. You're back uh, with your co-host. Casey Kasem. God, he died, didn't he? I don't think so. Oh, this is awkward. No, he went missing, but then they found him, remember? That's Richard Simmons. No, that well, that happened with him as well. What's going on with all these guys? I don't know. No, I think Casey Kasem died. I think you're I think you're inaccurate. No, no, you're on airplane mode. We don't need to look it up. Okay, fine. You know what? Go ahead, look it I up. I need to look it up because now you're you're making me second guess myself, but I'm a hundred percent that he went missing, but then they found him. I make my wife put the phone on airplane mode because a lot of times if you guys do anything with like microphones or I know this because doing a lot of voiceover stuff. Oh, he did die. I told you. Who am I getting him confused with? I don't know, but you can't make jokes about someone who's dead. I didn't mean to make a joke about a dead person. I I didn't. You're, I feel like your your foot is going further in your mouth. But who does like the Saturday morning countdowns besides Casey Kasem? I don't. I don't know. I don't listen. I don't. I don't wake up on Saturdays and turn my radio on much. Well, I mean, when lately. I used to drive to work on Saturday mornings, I would listen to the Top 100 countdown. You had to work on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. Hmm. When I was in school, yeah, prime time to work is weekends. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, well, I feel what like I a really saying. terrible person. Don't worry about it. I'm worried about it. We'll do a little praying tonight. Okay. With our action Bible? Yeah, exactly. Uh, what I was saying with this uh, airplane mode thing is that we get some interference on the microphones. And I think that really it's just you're afraid of the interference of me paying attention to my phone. That could be it as well. Yeah, I think that's well, what it is. Well, welcome back to Hello Bump Podcast where we talk all, we talk all about <laughs> baby stuff. Yes. Particularly the baby stuff that's going on inside my wife's belly. Yep. My wife is Angel Lanter, sitting across from me. That's me. And I'm Matt Lanter. I'm the Faja. Faja. <laughs> uh, and this is episode number 18 of Hello Bump Podcast. We're covering week 23 of our pregnancy. It's I mean, crazy, where, isn't it? Where has the time gone? It's crazy. No, it really is. I mean, it, this is over halfway done. 
I think I've said it before, but I feel like the first trimester went slow as molasses, like so slow. Yeah, because you weren't feeling well. Because I felt caca. But then second trimester is just flying by. by. I feel like you need to say what caca is because no one says caca. You're the only person who ever says caca. I can't be accurate. Yeah, I was editing an episode a few weeks ago and you were saying caca a bunch of times. And I was thinking to myself, these people are probably going, what is caca? Doo-doo. Caca's doo-doo. In in what? Greek? Is what you say? It's what you tell me. I think it's Greek. Yeah. I mean, well. Is that even a real word? I have no idea, but I mean, I've learned it as, I mean, I've said it my whole life because I heard it my whole life. Caca. It's caca. It's poo-poo. It's. Yuck. It's gross. Poo-poo. Tooties. It's gross. It's. Wow. My gosh. (laughs) All right. (sighs) It's it's doo doo, yeah. Well, Poo-poo. we're over halfway there, so you're going to be dealing with some caca real soon here I when know. this baby comes. I know, I know, I know. So let's get into it. Okay. What's uh, happening this week? We do we have much to talk? We got a lot of a lot of stuff to talk about. I feel like we made some leaps and bounds. I don't know. I, I don't know about I don't know about bounds, but maybe some leaps. Well, we kicked off the week at the doctor's office. Day one of. Week 24, we saw our doctor, yep. our OB. It's a six-month appointment. No real fireworks. No, for being a like milestone number, it was a crap appointment. I guess it's just a milestone to us because six months is half of a year, but like that's not even the halfway point of a pregnancy if you think about it. No, it's more than halfway. I know. So I think that that's why it's not really a milestone in the pregnancy world, six months. I mean, honestly, why did we even go there? Well, Well, wait a minute. Let me back that up for a second. Week 24 is a milestone, which we're about to hit because supposedly everything that we read says that at week 24, the fetus is viable outside of the the womb. So that is, that's a six month appointment is a big deal. Wait, but that's next week. Yes. But we went to the, we did our six month appointment actually during week 23. They scheduled us a little bit early. It's very confusing. I know it is confusing. It's very confusing. Okay. Well, bottom line, nothing really special happened at that appointment. We went and we talked to the doctor. What is our dog lighting it up over there? Yeah. Oh, geez. Or it was me. I don't know. Angela, (laughs) what is wrong with both of you? I think it was her. Yeah. Okay. It might've been me. I just forgot that, but I feel bad blaming her if it was me, but I think it was her. I would have 100% blamed her no matter what. (laughs) So no, nothing happened at the doctor's appointment. Uh, we went in. We saw a doctor. Love seeing her. She's great. But nothing like no no real news. Mm-mm. We talked about a few things with her. We talked about needing to get into the hospital and schedule uh, like a birthing center tour. Um, like doing the welcome packet for the hospital and all that, which we left the doctor's office without welcome packet oh were we supposed to get that yeah we were supposed to take that but but we didn't because like melissa and justin got theirs like weeks ago we sort of feel like we're a little behind on all things baby and like setting up a lot of our friends melissa and justin you guys know them Mm -hmm. like they've got their nursery set up they've taken tours of the hospital to be fair they already have a little girl though okay right what that should make it even more like more that should make it harder for them no to have the nursery set up they just literally moved olivia's stuff over to the their new house and then got her a toddler bed so there was no real setup so they for already them. had furniture yeah they had furniture well bottom line is we don't have any of this stuff no yet. we're so behind we have no well this week we are 
this week we are working on getting rid of the furniture in the guest room so we can we've got a lot turn of, it into we've got a lot of stuff baby gear coming in which we'll talk about later yeah, products but we need to get the whole nursery set up and going yeah. and i know we've talked about it but man i feel like we're behind i didn't think that we were behind until who was it that we were watching we were watching somebody oh eric and jesse we we're watching eric and jesse decker the show and sydney uh jesse james decker's sister is pregnant and in the particular episode we saw she was like only like 20 weeks or something like that and they were already putting together the crib and both you and i had a moment of wow we're behind yeah she wasn't even 20 weeks actually but here's the thing really i mean is there really a scheduled time frame that you have to fit i mean really if the crib is set up by the time the baby comes home you're good whatever you're comfortable with I feel a little bit more time crunched probably than the average woman because you're going back to work in November and you're out of commission. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So I kind of would like to get everything done before you go back to timeless. But we'll have weekends, sort of. I mean... A lot of times we work late, 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 late Friday night, so... And then early Monday morning. I, you don't really get a weekend when you're on... A show. A show. You really don't because a lot of times, yeah, like I said, when we're filming night scenes and things like that... So the way it works real quick is that I go in Monday at like a pretty early time, you know, five, six, seven a.m., you know, 12 to 14 hour day. And then there's a rule for actors that you have to have a 12 hour turnaround. And so they try to abide by that uh, or adhere to that or whatever. And by the time you're doing, four, I mean, think about it, do the math, 14 hours Monday, you got to go 12 hours and another 14, whatever. So by the time Friday rolls around, you don't go to work a lot of times until noon or like one or 2 p.m. Mm-hmm. But of course, that means that you stay until 2 or 4 or 5 a.m. And a lot of times your night scenes will be scheduled on late, late Friday nights because we already know we're pushing into late Friday nights. So mm-hmm. that means that, you know, I'm sleeping until like noon on Saturday. Unless it's an episode where it's just like all night shoots in the to begin with and you're just on nights, period. Yeah, that's which th- those which, suck. Which that happens often. My schedule schedules are wacky. On, they're awful. I mean, I'm not complaining. I'm not like what was me here, but they're wacky. I think that that's something that the majority of people who don't know somebody in the industry have no idea about. They think that Hollywood is so glamorous, but in reality, the schedules are terrible. Schedules are. I think one hour drama schedules are the worst in Hollywood. If you're a lead on a one hour drama. You are working a lot of hours. Since I've lived out here, this is the third one-hour drama that I've been through with you. But I've also been through several movie shoots with you, too. Movies are so much easier than TV, in my opinion. Well, because it's a, it's a short amount of time. They move. They're, they're a little slower. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just they just seem easier to me. Well, to be fair, I just came off of Pitch Perfect where I wasn't the lead I mean, I had all of these girls that were the leads. Right. They were working all the time. They, those girls work hard, by the way. I mean, between all the singing and recording yeah, and that's dancing an unusual and dance situation, rehearsal. Though. Yeah, they're, they're, they work very hard. Those, those poor girls were in Atlanta rehearsing for months before you guys even started I mean, principal. I, I think they were, I th- yeah, I think they were rehearsing for a couple of months before I even got there. And yeah. I got there like when, when they you know, started shooting. We, you got there in, Towards the end of mid February? to end February. March? 
No, because no. Timeless wrapped right after Valentine's Day, and then a few days later you went yeah. to Atlanta. But they had been there since the new year. Yeah, yeah, they were working hard. I don't know how we got to that, just talking about schedules. Yeah. But once we get into me going back to work, it's a little harder for Angela for us to get set up. Yeah. But we have, <laughs> oh, that's where I was going with it. My weekends are a lot of times about a day and a half. Because yeah. I don't have two days because yeah. I, I wake up at like noon. And that makes it hard too because like our friends want to want to do things and see us on the weekends and it's just, it's you know, because you don't have a normal nine to five where you come home at night and we get to have dinner together and go to bed at the same time. That's just not realistic. So the only time we see each other is your day and a half on the weekends right. a lot of times. Right. So... But we'll figure it out. Which that's that's why a lot of the complication comes into play when we're not shooting in L.A. So at least we have the comfort this season of it being in our own home, our own town, everything like that. Yeah, it'll be a lot better. Yeah. But we are slowly getting some stuff out of that room yeah. where the nursery is going to be to transform it into a nursery. So we're working on it. So we think we have the bed situated. We have to figure the crib, out. crib you mean or what? No, getting rid of the bed in the guest room. Oh, yeah, yeah. Got to figure out what to do with our nightstands, right, which is we, really frustrating because we just bought these things. Yeah, can we set up this guest room? Then all of a sudden, you know, surprise, we got pregnant. So right. now the rooms that we just set up have to be completely broken down. And the way that the whole the house works for us is we got to basically get, get rid of this furniture because one of the other rooms is going to be used for kind of something different in a bit of a different way. So mm-hmm. anyway. It's doing a lot. Doing a lot. Hey, how big is Nug? Let's see. This, this week. week, she is the size of a grapefruit. Grapefruit, eleven point three inches, one point one zero pounds. Here's which is probably completely inaccurate. <laughs> I mean, well, here's the thing: wasn't she a cantaloupe last week? What grapefruits do you know? No cantaloupes next week. Are you sure? Mm, pretty sure. Last week... I jump ahead and back. I you know I, I kind of cheated this thing. I like to go see what she's going to become. Well, how many apps do you look at on your phone? I have four. I just So I get really, them all confused. I just look at the bump. Okay. Wait, it was she, she was a coconut. Coconut. Okay, but here's the thing. In my head, coconuts are larger than grapefruits. Yeah, they do seem like Definitely. that. Definitely. Yeah, especially because when, you, when you're drinking a coconut that's shaved, it's bigger than a grapefruit. Grapefruits are a little bigger than an orange. Yeah, 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 you're right. Who's running this app? I, d- I really don't know. Well, anyway. She's a grapefruit. What kind of accent is that that uh, you're doing right there? Can you can hit your mic one more time? I didn't touch my mic that time, did I? <laughs> that sounded like it. Jeez. Hey, we went to a baby safety event this is our first parenting event ever yeah you're in right. our lives yeah except for used to do toys for tots but that's not parenting well no that's just a charity a charity thing mm-hmm. yeah. this was a baby safety event yes down at the sony lot mm-hmm. in culver city yes i didn't know what to expect i really kind of didn't either we were invited uh who were we invited by melissa she invited us yeah, she goes to it every year. And so she reached out and asked if we could come to it. And they put oh. us on the guest list. Okay. And so, then Julie, I, I actually knew the girl who was putting it on. So we didn't know what to expect, but it was a big deal. Like we, we yeah, there was a lot well, of people. first of all, we went and we parked and our friend Melissa told us that it's a great event for parents to go to. And you actually get hooked up with like a lot of free baby gear. So we were like, awesome, you know, <laughs> of course. Mm-hmm. 
So we get down there, we pull in the parking lot, and one of the first things we do before we even get into the event, before we even check in or anything, they came over to us and um, got our names and then proceeded to install a brand new car seat. Yep. Uh, an up a baby is that the right brand? Up, yeah. up a baby Mesa. We got the Mesa car seat. Yeah, which I guess is really, and all really, black. Is this? Yeah, yeah. We got it blacked out. You know what I mean? So up a baby supposed to be this great brand. Yeah. And we got this car seat put in our new car, and I was actually really interested in that because everyone seems to tell you like unanimously that putting in a car seat is actually really difficult. And so I was kind of excited to see how to do it correctly and she took and have us, someone show us she took us through the whole process she too was which great. was nice yeah it was um tot squad who was there tot squad which by the way they have a couple of stores or whatever and they told us that if we come into their store like their brick and mortar store that they'll clean our car seat for us like steam it like steam it if she, she spits up she on was it. like you know if your baby pukes on it if your baby poops on it you know caca's on it <laughs> <laughs> they'll, you just bring it in and they'll clean it. What a Angela, I'm going to tie your hands behind your back so you quit hitting the microphone. I think that you're being super dramatic and I think you can't even hear that. I don't know, but I can and I can see it. <laughs> Every time you hit that microphone, yeah. you owe me 10 minutes of a back rub. No, you need to rub my feet tonight. They hurt. No, that's your punishment. No, my feet hurt. This is a punishment for you hitting the microphone. No, my feet hurt. You don't get massages for screwing up technically. I'm so tired. I've been on them all day today working again (laughs) in the closet. (laughs) All right. Well, let's, we'll, we'll get to that uh, because you, you know, your feet have been hurting you a little bit. Uh Okay. So back to this event at Culver though, or at Sony in Culver Mm -hmm. City. It was a great event. Yeah. But oh my gosh, it's overwhelming. It was overwhelming for because sure. Because there's so many baby brands. Well, we had no idea where to go, what they did. And then if you stop at each one, they all kind of give them, give give you their pitch, their it's spiel. L- it's like booths. Like they have yeah. booths set up. It's kind of, it's like a baby, Um, what was I talking about? Not like a convention. Like a flea market in a way? No, like, um, I guess it's like a convention. Like in, Ella, in Ohio, they have like the IX Indoor Amusement Park turns into like the, the baby convention once a year. And you can go and learn about all the newest and hottest and best baby products. So I guess it's kind the of like newest, that. The hottest. The best baby products ever. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah. So there was a ton of booths there. And we, honestly, we didn't even visit all of them because a lot of them were small stuff, you know, like a humidifier, things like that. And and when you go it to these events. It was stuff that we already have. We have that humidifier. Well, we, we ha- yeah, we do have that one. But when you go to these uh, booths, a lot of times they want you to take pictures like with the product in hand, like very cheesy, like, eh, it's just kind of cheesy. And there's going to be pictures of us floating around, like holding products. And we've not even had a chance to try these products. We don't know if they're good. We don't really necessarily want to back them. And this whole event, they try to get you to take pictures with everything. Like we walked in and somebody offered us a bottle of water and they're like, great. Can you take a picture with this four foot water sign? And I was like, "Mm." Yeah, it it really does feel a little bit like diluting your brand, at least for me, because I don't like to put my name on a product, like endorse a product, I guess, unless I have personally tried it and I love it. Like I'll never 
we talk, you and I have this conversation all the time. I'll never blog or talk about a product unless I have had a chance to actually review it. So like when you go to something like that and they want you to take pictures with it, it's very misleading, I feel like, because then they get to use your image. Yeah. It's I a don't li- know. It's a little weird. Maybe we sound like snobs. You think we sound like snobs? Maybe, but I, I don't know. I don't know. That's important to me. I want to make sure that, that you, you know, don't sound like a snob. No, it's important to me that I, I'm never associated with something that I don't believe in. So we're surfing around this crowd, checking out all this baby stuff. And man, it's overwhelming. Yeah. There is just like plastic kitchens and humidifiers and five different strollers and baby seats and playpen. How do you even pick what stroller? I don't know. They all look cool, honestly. They do. They really like they're do. Not, they're not the 1980 cheap stroller that that you you know umbrella used to, stroller is what yeah, you're talking about used to be around like they're all literally just devices they're like all teslas of strollers to me <laughs> that's what they all look like they all they're incredible and you know who knows what they do they probably fly i don't know they look like they do yeah but um so i like i'm just my head is swimming with the idea of having to put all this baby stuff like large baby stuff i don't i mean all over the house and the backyard and all this kind of stuff. Like I'm talking these huge plastic baby houses and tree <laughs> the play forts. area. Is that what you're talking the about? The play areas, which by the way are pretty darn cool. You're going to be out there playing with her in those playhouses. I know, but my listen, we're, we're in Los Angeles. Okay. I don't know if you guys know this, but this, this is a very populated city land comes at a premium out here. So most people with houses in LA, we don't have a lot of land. You're, we have enough room for a little playhouse back there. No, of course, of course, we've got room to actually fit a playhouse. But just the idea of a huge playhouse and not that big of a yard. How does that work with mowing the lawn? Do you have to pick that up and move it every week? Yeah, I guess. Huh. So I don't know. I never had one of those. Or you, yeah. Or you put it in a place where you don't have grass, maybe. Mm, that's not really an option in our well, case. Well, not for our place, but maybe other people. I don't and know. And then like when you move it, how do you move it where there's not do- dog But that's do. what I'm saying. Or people put them like in a playroom. Nah. Yeah, they do. Like my sister had, they had a full dedicated playroom for the boys. And the playroom is where all the toys were. But in this like house. Like the outdoor toys were in there? Yeah, but that's not necessarily an outdoor toy. Like I, the plastic oh, kitchens and the houses and the all that stuff. Plastic kitchens, no. But like the houses, like I've only ever seen those outside. No, they can be indoors too. I mean, they're not that, that big. They're pretty big. Anyhow, the event was overwhelming, but you know what? I feel like I learned a lot more about baby gear. I le- I definitely learned a lot about the, the car, car seat. seat. Yeah. And I feel good about it now. And if I don't, you know what? There's YouTube. Well, the cool thing about the car seat that I didn't realize is that we can buy two bases, one for your truck and one for my car. And then that way the car seat is ready to go in both cars at any time. I think that's really cool. I don't know why I never even realized that that was an option. But we did hear that you need to buy a seat protector before yes. you put this this car seat base in. So I registered for one of those. That was a big. I that hope was you the big thing for two because I, I need did. one. But that was the big my my big um, thing that I spent all day Sunday working on was working on our baby registry. Yeah, that took you a long time. Yeah, because there I was got no help from you. Well, we already talked about this a little while ago and you're just better at it babe i have no idea what i'm doing none this is my first kid too <laughs> but you've been around babies and kids for years and years and you years have nephews I, I really i wasn't around them really 
Ugh, whatever. Well, let's, That's let's just a on. cop out. That's just your excuse to watch football while I sit there and stress. Oh, she's on to me. Mm-hmm. Moving on. Hey, uh, you know what's something we've been talking about lately is, and I'm sure we're going to end up talking about this more, but do we get a night nurse? I don't want one. Do you know what a night nurse? I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say it. A night nurse sort of sounds like a bit of a kind of a porn thing. Like a lady of the night? Yeah. Yeah. Like I'd be a night nurse. Uh, I don't know what that was. That was like a night. That was like a forty-six-year-old smoker. Sounded like I'll be your night nurse. Ugh, no, you reminded me of Dorothy from Cold Girls. B. Arthur. <laughs> oh, can you imagine B. Arthur as a night nurse? Well, she had that deep voice, you know. Yeah, she did. Which, by the way, guys, that's one of my favorite shows. I mean, right behind me, we've got four plastic dolls of the Golden Girls in Thanks Angela's to Gary. studio. Yes, Gary's the man. I know. Hooked us up. One of my publicists at Warner Brothers Animation uh, hooked us up, uh, hooked Angela up. He made a special trip to get me those. That was so nice of him. Super nice guy. I love that guy. I love the Golden Girls. It was a special show for me my whole life. So I've actually gotten you into it a little bit. You enjoy it too. You the, really do. The writing's very, very good. It's so funny. So this back to this this uh, porn nurse. Uh, no, we're not going to. We're talking about our, our daughter here. Okay, well, firstly, what does a night nurse do? Like, for realsies here, what do they I do? had never even heard of a night nurse until you came home the other day and said, like, hey, by the way, I was told that that was you know the why? best thing. Because one of my writers on my show told me that they had a night nurse, and it was one of the best decisions they ever made. But my question is, did did this couple, you spoke to the man, right? The, the husband? Yeah. Did the wife nurse herself? Did she breastfeed? I don't know. Because... Why do you need a night nurse? My question is my could, question. If you're going to be up nursing throughout the night anyways, couldn't you just pump milk and have the night nurse warm it up so that you can get, you know, at, at least four to six hours of sleep? Maybe. I don't know. But like, I mean, that sounds like a plan from what I've under been told. And the impression that I've, I'm under is that once you kind of get into a routine of nursing every three hours, your breasts kind of like have to be like expressed expressed every three hours or whatever because really? they fill up and they're painful huh i don't know i mean i've never done this before but that's what was told to me not well, to mention like i don't want to have to this is my thing i don't want to pump unnecessarily well it wouldn't be unnecessarily it would be unnecessary you could pump Put the stuff in the fridge and then have the night nurse feed the baby while you get a little sleep, like a decent amount of sleep. My other question is, how does it work when your husband, like in our case, is going to be possibly working nights anyways and coming in and waking me up? Well, that's kind of also rare, though. Like maybe one to two days I possibly might be on. Listen, nights. I don't have any hate for people who who do feel like this is a good idea. But for me, it's just not something that I'm like, yeah, I, I need a night nurse. I don't know, man. The way he was telling me what she did for them, it sounded like pretty interesting thing. He said like they would go to bed, you know, at a regular time, whatever, midnight or something like that. And they'd wake up at 6 a.m. And the night nurse would have all of their clothes washed and just the baby fed and taken care of and the house in order. And like she would make them breakfast in the morning. 
Like, I don't know. I'm thinking about hiring a night nurse now. <laughs> Hi, I'm your night nurse. I do all those things for you. Listen, what you do, you're, you're very good. But I mean, we're talking breakfast could be on the table when we wake up in the morning. Come on. And you're also talking to somebody who like kind of makes himself eat breakfast every morning. Like, I don't even really care about breakfast that much. Hey, listen. But this morning I did make you scramble me and you know egg what? for the this, first time this ever. This is uh, your old PE coach, Mr. Lancer, talking here. You know, breakfast is uh, one of the most important meals of the day. It wakes you up, gets is. your metabolism going. I just like, for whatever reason, in the second trimester, I just haven't been like totally needing breakfast as soon as I get up. First trimester, I had to have it as soon as I got up. Well, that's not a good routine to get into. You need breakfast. I, I have never skipped it. I still eat breakfast every morning, but I'm just saying I don't wake what up and say- What are you eating for breakfasts now? Pretty much the same thing. Eggo waffles, bagels with cream cheese. Do you think Do you think Eggos are doctor recommended? Just Probably not, just but wondering. that's what I have a taste for. So, okay. and I like them kind of burnt. That's with so a little butter. weird. But I don't even eat them with like, I don't even care about sweets in the morning. Like I don't have to, I don't put syrup on them. I put cream cheese on my bagels. You know how I eat my Eggo waffles? Powdered sugar. With butter and powdered sugar. Yeah, I don't do that. And you would never heard of that before never. me. You know what? Show of hands out there. How do you eat your Eggo? Do you eat your Eggo waffles with butter and powdered sugar or just plain no, old syrup? No, nobody does that but you. You know, I, where, I, I just eat plain butter on mine and that's it. Obviously, my mom showed me that, but where did my mom get it? I've never heard of that before in my life. That's really odd. Hmm. I don't really, I'm not a big, like, gotta have sugar in the morning kind of person. Well, speaking of mornings and whatnot, you've been having some leg issues. <sighs> well, we talked about my leg cramp last week. Oh, that's right. This was and it's, it's week continued. two. It's continued. Like a week to the day I had it this week. That is so wacky. But And it we, was the same time. It was like 5 a.m. 5 a.m. But this week it was the right leg. Angela wakes up and I literally I, I'll tell babe. you exactly what I did. I go, oh, 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 babe, 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 my leg, my leg, and my leg's straight up in the air. Yeah. This time, I don't even think I opened my eyes. <laughs> I just was like, give it here. And I massaged it out. And, and, you fell asleep. and I fell asleep. I could feel my I could feel my my massage getting weaker as I fell back to sleep. I could feel you falling asleep because the massage was so bad. Oh come on! <laughs> the massage was good for the no, first like five to eight minutes, like, and then it honestly, started to taper it, off. There's no like good about it. Like I'm in excruciating pain, and like when you're rubbing it, it's hurting so much worse. But I know that it's like working it out a little bit. Right there, you go. You know what? <laughs> She just hit the microphone again. I'm putting a, a stinking hit the microphone pot right on this I table. I went a long time that time. Every time you hit it. I went a long time. You, you're A, going to rub my back for 10 minutes. And B, you're going to put five bucks in the microphone pot. My money is your money. So what does that have to do with anything? I'm literally taking money out of our account. Because I'm literally going to. No, no. <laughs> You need to find this money somewhere on your own. Not what are we going to do? Go clean out the gutters? Listen, that's up to you what you do. But I'm telling you, you're going to put this money in this pot and I'm going to go blow it on something really ridiculous and stupid. That's not even in your like DNA. Like a night nurse. That's not even in your DNA to spend money stupidly <laughs> without having me. To conference you in. 
<laughs> like you have to you have to consult me about every big purchase that you make. Well, I don't have to, but why would I not? No, you do have to for confidence. Not that you need my permission. I'm not saying that. But like you can't pull a trigger on a purchase unless I'm behind it because you no. need me to tell you that it's a good idea. No, I was I wasn't implying that I need your permission. Of course I don't. I mean, you're you're we're not like that with each other. No. But no, I was saying well, we are kind of like that with each other though because when it's a big purchase, it, you know. No, I was saying what I have you to bounce an idea off. Why would I not ask you? Like, hey, this is a $1,000 purchase. What do you think? Do you know what I mean? Let's just say that you would not be a truck owner if it wasn't for me. That's because you encouraged me to go out and get it. I always wanted a truck. And I was like, nah, I have the car. I don't need the truck. That's just being wasteful. Uh, Angela encouraged me to get it. And I love it. And now I actually, that's my sole vehicle. And I love it. Mm-hmm. Hey, let's get back to babies. So she's a a, a grapefruit. Mm-hmm. You know what I find interesting about this week hmm. is they say that she's growing hair, mm-hmm. but the hair is white. I think it's supposed to be like translucent. She's like a white walker. Kind of. Do you know what also is white? What? The hair I'm getting on my face. Yeah, you getting a little peach fuzz or Remember what? Remember I showed you, you this whole like Yeah, yeah. This like beard over here that's coming along my jawline? Well, I feel like I don't I, I don't want to <laughs> sell you out like that. I wouldn't say you're growing a beard. Let's not paint that picture. It feels like it to me. But, you know, maybe you're a little more peach fuzzy. Why is that? Hormones, I guess. What are you going to do about? It? Are you going to shave that? No. Well, you can't just leave it. Well, I mean, I I am going to leave it until it gets to the point of no return because I don't want it to come back thicker and fuller because I I got rid of some hair around my upper lip at one point and now it comes back like whiskers. What? Yes. I've been married to you for... It's because I pluck them all the time. I've never seen this. Because I always pluck them. I never let you see them. Wow. Who are you? Your wife. You're like Teen Wolf. Dude, I am Greek. I am hairy as all get out. You know that. You have seen how quick I get hair on my legs after I shave. See my hairy back. Angela, you don't have a hairy back. My lower back is hairy. So I have a tramp stamp. I've got like... No offense to anyone with a lower back tattoo. (laughs) (laughs) It's my own version of a tramp stamp, though. It's like it's a peach fuzz. Honestly, you're you're, you're describing yourself as a freaking Sasquatch over here. Kinda you're not. Am. You're not. You, I used to, you, what you're do describing you know that as when back, I was in elementary school, I got made fun of for my hairy legs. What you're describing as back hair is just is that clear body hair. But I've got a lot of it. But every body has mm, body hair. I don't know any. None of my girlfriends had that back hair like I did growing up. Look, I can assure you, if you had back hair. I probably wouldn't be married to you. Well, I have the the black line down my belly, remember? And it's hair. The mother's mark? Yeah, but your mom told me that- Everybody gets the mother's mark. That's why they call it a mother's mark. But your mom told me that she never had any hair on hers. It was just a line of her skin. And I'm like, mine's hair. A little bit. You have a little hair, but it's not. I don't think your hair is what's completely making the mark. It's the hair that's making the mark. Do you need me to like drop trowel right now and show you? Yeah, that's right. All right. 
honestly, from where I'm sitting, I'm about I'm about three feet, maybe not even three feet from Angela right now. I can. That is all hair. I literally, there is no dark hair there. If there is hair, it's the clear kind. My my mother's mark is hair. It's I don't have your average mother's mark, the black line. It's just a hairline. I'm telling you. It's like a happy trail. I'm looking at it, and I actually could not see a so-called happy trail. All right. What else is happening in there? What is she? She's forming nipples this week? She's forming little nips. Uh-huh. My Aunt Gina calls them petals. I don't know if I like that. I think it's cute. Petals? Petals. Her little petals. Gotta cover her petals. All right. Uh, so you ordered some new nursing bras. I see you wrote that down here. I did. I ordered myself a pack of nursing bras from H and M. Do you have them in yet? Or are you waiting? Waiting for those to come in. Do you All know right. why I ordered them? Why they have no underwire? Do you know why that's mm. important? That's starting to hurt you a little bit, huh? Well, my belly's so high that my boobs are re- resting on my stomach, and I'm getting a rash under there. Yeah, yeah, you are. But you said Do- they're pimples. Well, they, they kind of are. And I, you know what I think it is? I think they're sweat bumps. I think that's what it is. Maybe. Because your bra is pushing and, you know, you're doing all, you're working or whatever, doing whatever you're doing, you're sweating. Yeah. And it's just, it's an area that doesn't breathe, especially now that you're pregnant because your belly is so high now. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what it is. I have a friend that works at a, at one of the PR showrooms in Beverly Hills and we went in and, and saw her the other day. Um, after the doctor's appointment, actually, and I got some Under Armour sports bras and I had to get them in a size large, which I've never had anything in a size large in my entire life. Are you, do you like that? I mean, is that nice or what? What do you mean? Well, I mean, getting a a large bra. Um, like, are you kind of, are you kind of like, ah, yeah. No, not really. (laughs) Okay. Not really. But for the first time in like a couple of months. I'm actually comfortable. Good. Yeah. Again, no underwire. That's 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 the key. That's how I figured out that I needed to order some with no underwire. That's the thing. Well, you know what? She is uh, pushing up high on you, which is causing all these problems. Yeah. One being your underwire problem, but other the other thing is she's kind of like kicking on your lungs a little bit now. Well, that one day she did. Yeah. I feel like she does this weird thing where she does a, a rollover and you can see her in my stomach. Like you, you can tell where, where she's at sometimes. I mean, sort of, yeah. You can, you can see kind of where the baby's pushing out a little bit, but you feel like you can actually tell how she's like when she sitting. starts to do a rollover, it knocks the, the wind out of me. But like when she does that thing where she like rolls over to one side and it's my stomach's hard on the one side, it's her, like her little butt or back is up against there or something, you know? Our dog is lighting it up right now underneath of me. I'm trying so hard to keep a straight face, but I, I'm oh, just sick. smelling stink. That's disgusting. It's gross. And this time you think it is the dog? That's her. That, okay. That's her brand. I'm telling you, it was the first time too. She's right there. <laughs> All right. Oh my gosh. All right. So, uh, <laughs> man, what else do we even have for this week? Oh, the, our poor dog. Speaking of the dog, we've gotten all these baby things in, and the poor puppy thinks that all these new toys are her toys. And it's really hard for under, her to understand that these baby toys are not her toys. Especially if it's stuffed animals. Yeah, because every every toy in this house for the last, what, six years mm-hmm. has been hers. And I've never seen a dog who loves, loves her toys. every single toy equally. 
she has a toy box, like a bin of toys. And we'll, we will hear her in the other room fishing around in her toy box and she brings out a certain specific toy you know whatever she's in the mood for and and like it'll be something random that we haven't seen in a while yeah like uh the park ranger with the stuffed snake around his neck yeah or uh her homework or her homework which is actually like literally stuffed paper with like puppy things so stuff on like it. chase squirrel check yeah that's her, that's her, that's her homework uh, but, oh i think it's coming over here now i told you that's bad oh, uh, that's not good what'd you feed her today eggs uh pretty much the same thing i've been feeding her for the last six years i twice gave her a day. eggs today well angela i just remembered you made me scrambled eggs this morning and i, I let her lick my plate what do you expect Ooh, that's bad oh my gosh <laughs> but anyways um we got a little stuffed rabbit in the toys and the, like the swag bags we got from the event she can't figure it out it's not for her so i i just gave it to her <laughs> i gave it to her yeah and she loves it now she loves her bark box which comes with all toys so anytime we come she doesn't get a bark box anymore i know but anytime we get a new box or a new bag or something she thinks it's for her she anyway. put her whole head in there she thinks it's for her anyway and if there's a toy in there it's for her so Man, I don't know if we have really much anything much. Any, that's terrible. Well, one grandma. thing I did want to say is that I feel like baby products have started to kind of overtake the house a little bit. More so that little Miss Lanter has her own cabinet in the kitchen already. <laughs> she does. Yeah. And eh. her high chair is supposed to be arriving in the next week or so. Yeah. That's going to make it feel even more like real. And her cabinet, though, is a lot of stuff that we have been getting, people have been sending us. Is, like Zoli. Yeah, it's like really, first of all, really awesome stuff. But it's like toddler stuff. Well, Zoli makes toddler like sippy cups and things like that. But we've even been sent like um, bottles. We have some Komotomo, some Dr. Browns. Like We have a lot of different stuff like for all age groups. So... She's so, all set, man. Yeah, so that the like silverware and whatnot, like toddler silverware, that's gonna sit there for about three years. But uh, no, she'll be she'll be eating quicker than you think. You think so? Look at Olivia. Olivia's what, fifteen months old? She doesn't use silverware. She she has probably her little plastic. No, I don't think so. Spoon? No, I think she just eats with her hands. Well, if you're gonna feed her at her high chair with a spoon, you give you use the toddler spoon. Okay. All right. Well, and oh, and you're you're baking again now. Mm. You're making all kinds of goodies, which is awesome on one hand because now we're starting to get into fall a little bit. You know, the seasons are starting to change, kind of, kind of not in no, LA here. No, not in LA. It's like getting a little bit cool, but then it's warming back up, and a little bit cool, and then going way back up, like high nineties. Ridiculous. Anyway, but Angela, I love to cook, anyways. Yeah, she loves it. She's great at it. I love to use my crock pot. That's my favorite thing, especially in fall. I love to use my crock pot, yeah. but I've been baking, starting to bake because I've, I get these sweet cravings cravings, and um, I don't need a whole lot of sweets. Just no, you bake like, let's just, let's use numbers. You bake 10 cookies. You eat one. I eat nine. <laughs> That's kind of accurate. Yeah. You... Or like we go up, we go and get myself, you know, get me a piece of cake and I'll have probably less than half of it and you have the other yeah and the stupid and the stupid thing is is like i'm trying to you know i'm trying to eat good i'm trying to eat but i can't stay away from it right. here i mean like but here's a perfect example i want to make something that you don't like fudge mm-hmm 
and then you get mad because you're like, but I don't like it. <laughs> but then well, if I make something you do like, you get mad because you do like it. Yeah, it's a double-edged sword. Listen, uh, clearly I'm not mad. I'm joking. Uh, but yeah, you you make fudge. I'm like, oh man, why are you making fudge? It's gross. I love fudge. But then if you make you know cookies or whatever, or like a cobbler, mm, you make I, some. You make me a fruit cobbler. I'm on board. But you know that if I make a cobbler, it's only for you because I don't like fruit in my dessert. Oh, it's so wacky. Like a like a crumbly apple or a big old that, crumble that triple berry cobbler pie. I made you a couple years ago. I think that was incredible. And then I made you the baked the uh, cinnamon apple bread pudding. Like I make you these things and I don't touch oh, them. Throw some cream cheese in that bia and I am all in. And bread pudding, cream cheese and bread pudding. Oh my gosh, apple and cream cheese bread pudding. You need to get it together. All right. Speaking of getting it together, we need to get our plans together for Ohio too. <sighs> That's coming soon. We got to book a trip. Yep. Stressful, stressful. But I think that's all we got. That's all she wrote. Okay. Well, hey, join us next week for uh, covering over week number 24. Yes, sir. Doing week 19 next week, man. We will this be thing... officially six weeks. We'll be officially six months at week 24. This thing's flying by. Before you know it, uh, it's not going to be hello bump anymore. We're actually going to have that bump. Yeah. Oh, my oh. gosh. All right. I wonder how many sleeps there are till, till Christmas. I don't know, but you better get them now. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, if you guys are listen- when you guys listen to this, Tweet us with some good Halloween TV suggestions because my husband is on the hunt already in September. Love Halloween. One of my favorite holidays. But nothing too scary. I don't like scary. (laughs) All right. All right, guys. guys. Thanks for tuning in. See you next week. Good night. Bye.